Cloud Investors is here for you, whether you're accumulating and saving for retirement or if you're in retirement and looking for ways to distribute your assets. But we're also here in market volatility and um, times of uneasiness in the markets. So in today's podcast, what do you do? We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with CloudVestor. Untangling your finances. It's what it's all about. It's job number one of Mo Param of CloudVestors. Welcome to the podcast, Your Finances Untangled. And CloudVestors, as Mo just said, they're with people through all the stages of their financial life and when times are good and when times are scary. That's the most important time you want a team like CloudVestors at your side. And I would say that times are uncertain now, for sure. Uh, consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here getting ready to roll up our sleeves and get busy here. Mo, how are you? I'm doing good, Dave. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm, I am. I am. I am. I tell you, though, we are living in times of uncertainty. We are recording this on uh, Friday, February 18th, 2022. And, um, you know, there's so much happening in the world. At this moment, we're watching the situation in Ukraine. We're, we're yeah. experiencing high inflation, um, uh, volatility in the markets. In fact, yesterday and as, as recording time today, not so good on wall street yeah no not not good at all no, i know yesterday i think the uh, nasdaq was down a little over two percent closer to three s p was down over two yeah uh yeah it's it's just been a really volatile time in the market and like you said you know between global uh, geopolitical events like you said russia and ukraine interest rates right uh, uh, anticipation of rising interest rates inflation running its its crazy head through the um, through our lives and there's just so much volatility and, and the investors just are kind of weary right they're not sure exactly where to go where to put their money to work um, what should they do with their portfolios it's just a lot of you know big question marks running through people's minds right now yeah, and what are the right moves to make? In fact, um, I had a conversation with someone just this week, and I asked them, what period, where we are right now, what period do you think it compares to or reminds you of? What era? And they said, nothing. This is uncharted territory we're in. Would you agree with that? Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's uncharted, right? I mean, like we've seen volatility in the markets. Um, I mean, if you look at uh, 2020, right? S&P 500 was down 30% at some point, right? Ended up being positive. Uh, if you look at, uh, you know, if you just look back historically, you know, the dot-com bubble, right? Uh, early in the well, late 90s, early 2000s, right? We had three consecutive years of down, three consecutive down years in the, in the market. Mm -hmm. So, I'd say we, I'd say we've been here before. What, what I would say is we haven't seen something like this in a while. Yeah, well, and that's, that's true, and that's that's what's causing people to freak out a little bit. And because they just haven't, we've we've been in a, in a in a historic bull run for so long that in some aspects, if you had a portfolio, you could throw you know a dart at any stock or any or any you know. Uh, uh, yeah, what's more I'm looking for? Any type of portfolio, and you probably had some positive returns, right? But now we're starting to see some, uh, a little bit of a wobbling, right? A little bit of a pullback, uh, reallocation of some sorts that's causing people to question whether their investment strategy is 
is the right strategy for them to have during these times. Yeah, well, no doubt. Um, we haven't seen it in a while, and there it, it's definitely more challenging, and it's definitely volatility we're experiencing. So that's what we're talking about today. And we're going to keep with the theme of what Cloudvestors does. I mean, Cloudvestors works with people in their financial life as they're raising a family or starting a family, raising a family, even up to preparing for retirement and in retirement. So we're going to look at, uh, at, at in different stages of your life, what are the moves you suggested moves to make and consider during times of volatility? So let, let's just let, let's put people in their career. They're not yet in the financial red zone. Okay. They're, they're mm-hmm. working. Uh, they're not yet 55 plus starting to think retirement mode. And let's look at the moves that they should make. What should, what should we be considering? I'd say the first thing um, you want to take a look at is you know, your reserves, your emergency fund, which is why um, if you listen to many advisors, they talk about having an emergency fund, or even if you listen to your grandmother, right? They're always talking about <laughs> right. having some money uh, set aside for uh, a rainy day, for right? a rainy day. And we've had, what, six, seven weeks of rainy days in the market, mm-hmm. right? So what you want to do is just make sure that that emergency fund is built up, right? Um, because- when there's economic weakness, it doesn't only impact the markets, right? They could possibly impact your employment, right? Um, you know, if companies aren't doing that well, well, they may start, you may start seeing some layoffs or maybe start seeing some um, uh, adjustments to salary, adjustment to income, right? Maybe that big bonus that you're expecting, uh, you're, you're not going to receive it because it's based off of profits, uh, company profits, right? So if companies aren't doing that well, the, well, there's no profit for you. To, for, well, for them to distribute. And you were and kind can, of counting on it. You and know. you were count, kind of counting on it, right? Especially if it's a significant bonus. So again, you want to make sure that your your emergency fund, your savings is set. Um, there's not much of a rule of thumb. I actually hate that term. But I would say if you're, you know, if you're single, you want to have at least three months of your expenses um in an emergency fund, right? Literally liquid savings, right? Um, I would recommend a high yield savings account because at least if the money's sitting on a sideline, it's generating some form of an income, uh, some form of yield. Um, in this world right now, 0.5% is what's considered high yield, mm-hmm. but at least it's getting something, right? Um, married with kids, uh, self-employed, right? Business owners, I'd say, you know, you may want to beef that up to about six to nine months. Of, of your expenses literally sitting in cash, right? Uh, and so again, so in this season of life, you definitely want to make sure your reserves are up to date, uh, uh, up to par. Well, absolutely. And, you know, I think one thing about this is that it's a feeling of helplessness we get because when we're, when we're looking at the volatility in the markets, we're not on Wall Street. Um, and so it's not like we can... Uh, actually direct anyone. <laughs> uh, but but there are things that we can do to ease that feeling of helplessness. And I think that's uh, in many ways the overall theme. And of course, protecting your portfolio. Is this, when we're in a situation like we're in now, should you focus first on the short term? And I guess what you just said, your emergency fund would be kind of a short term. Uh, should you focus on that first and then look at long-term strategies? Yeah, yeah, you know, short term definitely you want to you want to make sure that you're paying attention to it because some people invest their money uh, for short for some short term goals, right? 
um, just so they can have again some some more growth behind it. Well, if the market has been you know beat up, long term you have time to recover. Short term you don't. So short term goals like if you're planning to buy a uh, like if you're looking for instance if you're looking to put a down payment on a home, let's say you were thinking about that three years ago, right? And you've been saving, putting some money in the market, and then now. You know, fast forward, we're at three years and you're thinking about buying a house or putting a down payment in a house in six to seven months. Well, that's short term. So you want to make sure that any money that you have in the market is maybe taking it out or reallocating it. But you want to focus on short term if you're looking to buy a car, right? Any of those short term goals, short term needs, and I would say anything you're planning to do within this year uh, if money is in the market, really try to evaluate whether it needs to stay in the market or not. Uh, if you're planning to make it renovations or additions to the home, right? Uh, Want to focus on what the cost of that's going to be. Uh, are you going to be using some of your emergency fund, which building a deck is not necessarily an emergency, right? Mm -hmm. But are you going to be using some of that cash to replenish any money that was lost in the market to build the deck, right? So some of those 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 uh, home repairs. So that's what that's what. So you want to look at some of those short term needs. But then again, long term, you definitely want to do something but long term, right? Um, the, the idea of when the market is being volatile for you to just do nothing doesn't really – it doesn't make that much sense for you to just sit back and not do anything at all. Uh, you know, For something like the times like this, maybe you want to start investing maybe a little more, right? That's something that is – when you think about the, the rule of buying low and selling high, Right. But when you buy low, what does that mean? That means that the market is low. The market is 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 taking a little bit of a beating. Well, naturally, you would want to say, well, the market's not doing that great. I don't want to put any more money in the market. But actually, this is opportunity. Yeah. Right. So this is the opportunity that that some people have been waiting for for a long time. That's when to buy some of these stocks that uh, were maybe a little higher, a little inflated, but now they're going down. So it's a good opportunity for for you to put your money in, uh, into the market. A lot of people if are you, probably saying, no, let, let it get a little lower. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah now, you, now you're playing that market timing guessing. Which game, is hard. Right? I mean, Which or impossible. Hard. I don't know. <laughs> I would say I would say it's impossible, right? You, you, at least for our firm, we're never here. To, we're, we're never trying to time the market, yeah. right? Um, if opportunities present themselves, we we take a step back, we look and see is this an opportune time for us to deploy some money into the market for our clients, uh, depending on where they are in the seasons of life, right? So we're we're talking about those that are in that accumulation stage. Well, let's start accumulating. Let's start accumulating as efficiently as possible. So this time of year, you may want to crank up how much money you're putting away in your 401k, right? If you're putting in 6%, well, maybe you may want to crank it up to maybe seven, eight, maybe even 10%, yeah. right? Because you're buying, uh, the, your buying opportunities uh, are here. They're present. Well, they definitely are. And, um, and you know, what is it? Warren Buffett. I mean, you know, you're going, how do you go wrong? Kind of listening to what he says, right? <laughs> what about tax uh, opportunity? I mean, again, to help ease the feeling of helplessness, what can you do? Let's say next year you think I may not get that bonus again. What can you do to save some tax money, some strategies to make up for that? Yeah, yeah. So that that bonus again, uh, going increasing your contributions to your retirement accounts again, that reduces your income. Uh, which essentially could impact uh, your taxes that you pay, right? So reducing your taxes by increasing your 
retirement contributions. Look for opportunities for for tax loss harvesting, which is basically if you have some um, oppor- if you have some accounts that are well, not accounts, if you have some um, some funds, some stocks that have lost. Right. Well, you can sell some of those um, s- sell some of those positions to to offset some of the gains that you have. Yeah. Uh, and then this could be a good opportunity for maybe some Roth conversions. Right. If you're if your IRA has been kind of hit. Uh, well, you know what? While you're converting a lower amount. Right. Uh, well, you're converting an account that's been that's been hit. So now you can convert that into a Roth IRA. You pay the taxes today, but then all of the uh, the growth inside that Roth account is is uh, is tax free to you. Yeah. Right? And then and then when you're converting into a Roth in this time right now, you're buying depressed assets, right? So again, you're benefiting from the market volatility, and then you're benefiting from the taxes. Good point. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, double advantage there. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we were talking and, about, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, that was gonna say, and then for long term money, right? You know, you want to adjust uh, some of the equity positions that you're in, right? Uh-huh. Uh, like, for instance, right now we're seeing tech, right? Tech being destroyed, small caps are being destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, certain growth companies uh, are, are just being just. Even even with great earnings, um, the market is just not being that that uh, favorable to them. So even long term plays, right? You may want to just look at, okay, you know, should I be in this portfolio for the time being, right? Um, should I should I maybe um, reallocate some of the dollars that were going into technology? Maybe I should put into some some growth uh, growth stock companies, right? So again, it's you don't want to just sit back and not do anything for your long-term money. You still, you, you want to have an investment strategy. Well, we were talking about um, how we are, how, how you could compare or what era, era, uh, financial era, you could compare where we are now too. And I, I pulled up, I love graphs. I'm just, I, I, I receive visuals much better. Uh, probably doesn't speak highly of my IQ, but I just work better with graphs. And I, I, I Googled um, historical performance of just the Dow. And okay. it, it pulled up a hundred year performance chart. And it's amazing because I was actually interested in when we were experiencing high inflation in the late 70s, early 80s. And it's amazing how it did uh, from night. I was just scanning the, the chart here because it does give you where the Dow stood at the time from where it was in 1976. And then where it dipped, the bottom hit in 82. And then it started that upward trajectory. uh, And really for the most part upward until, uh, as you mentioned, 2000, around 2000. And then a, 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 a really big drop. And of course, in 08, not, not com- even really in comparison to 1929 and the early and the early thirties, the drop it had. Uh, but now it's just after, after 08, it's up and up and up and up and up and up. So <laughs> I'm just wondering with the inflation we experienced, do those two go hand in hand? I mean, if you have high inflation, do you start to see a downward trajectory or is that a guarantee? It depends on where you are, right? I mean, high inflation. I mean, we're coming from years of just low interest rates, low inflation, right? So, it was natural that these uh, that these situations that we we're in, something would have to change, right? We, we we couldn't be in such low rates for so long, 
it's just now it's a reality right now yeah. it's actually it's actually here and so uh, the inflation well inflation can impact certain companies right um, companies that don't make products I, i've said this multiple times in the uh, last few podcasts the companies that make products um they're feeling the inflation uh, impact as well, right? The price for their products go up, but what they can do is just pass it on to the consumer. So, uh, and can and we we live in a we live in a a, a spend first society, right? So, um, th- that's why companies that actually make products do very well uh, uh, in in a rising inflation period, because even if they're experiencing rising costs for their products, they just turn around and pass it to the consumer. But the, but the consumer kind of just we just keep spending, right? So it's so it's it works kind of. Those companies do pretty well in in these environments, but companies that don't have products, right? How how do they how do they uh, uh, resolve that high interest rate inf- environment? It's kind of hard. Um, yeah. So a high inflation rate environment, it's kind of hard for them. So that's why we see a lot of the, some of these companies are aren't in favor in the market right now, and investors even on the institutional side or even the retail side are pulling money away from these companies because, you know, if interest rates continue to go up, inflation goes up, how can they, like, what, why is, like, how can they actually navigate those times? So we're seeing good companies, right? Good companies balance sheet wise are, are, that are well, that, that are run pretty well, but the market is just saying, we don't want to put our money in, in, in your, uh, we don't want to invest with you because, you just don't seem very attractive in a in a high interest rate environment. I got you. Okay, so yeah, it makes them more vulnerable. I mean, if you think about it, like Apple, for instance, right? Yeah. If, if if the cost of an iPhone continues to goes up for any reason, right? Maybe because there's a shortage of chips or the plastic or the glass that they use, right? Whatever, whatever the reason is, right? Uh, if it goes up, I'm just going to do an arbitrary number. It goes up five percent for the cost of the iPhone. But guess what? Apple does. Oh, they'll just charge you five percent more for the iPhone, seven percent more for the iPhone, mm-hmm. and guess what? We're gonna do pay it. We're, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna pay it. I was gonna say if you, could, <laughs> you pick the ultimate product to say that would be like saying uh, to say you know you can't upgrade your at your iPhone would be like you can't have any more oxygen nowadays. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you're just gonna pay it, right? Really you're gonna, just pay, gonna it. pay it. Um, if the if the cost of certain grocery items, right, milk or eggs, whatever it is, if it costs more to ship or manu or, or ship or to bottle or to um, um, feed the the feed the cows or whatever it is, right, if it costs more, and the price of milk goes up, and mm-hmm. then guess what we do? We pay it. You just buy you just buy more milk. We have right? to. <laughs> You're just gonna do it. I mean, yeah. Especially when it snows, you've got to buy your bread and milk. You know, right. I was uh, I was looking uh, at, at the chart too, and I, I was comparing inflation. And I went to the er, late seventies, early eighties. Now let's look at pandemic, worldwide pandemic, and I'll go back to nineteen eighteen um, <laughs> and nineteen, and there was a drop. Now again, it wasn't a big drop like nineteen twenty nine. But then you look at, I see why they called it the Roaring Twenties. My goodness, it was on a big uphill climb until 1929. Mm-hmm. So then now you've got this big uphill climb. And besides that brief dip we saw in 2020, spring of 2020, it's still going up. So I'm just trying to figure out to make any sense out of this historically, what could happen when you combine um, pa- worldwide pandemic with now high inflation. 
what we could see. And I, I'm way in, way over my head. So let's take a break. Um, a shorter segment, too, but we're going to talk about what you should do when you're preparing for and in retirement when we're in times of market vol- extreme market volatility. That might be a bit of an extreme word to use. I don't know if we're in extreme volatility, but we're definitely seeing volatility. A quick break, and we're back to talk about retirement moves. How can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning? The convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. We're back. It's Your Finances Untangled. Consumer advocate Dave Perkins along with Mo Param of CloudVestors, the firm you just heard about, a fiduciary firm. And I like the way uh, they have old-fashioned, good old-fashioned human service with 2022 modern uh, virtual uh, capabilities that people crave now. Uh, Really, I think it's safe to say in many ways demand now in so many ways just being able to to do things from their homes. If you want to meet with your person at CloudVestors, you you don't have to leave your home. You don't have to get up, take a shower, shave, and get in your car and drive across town. And and Mr. So-and-so will be with you in a moment. I mean, you can be in your home, right, Mo? You can be. I like that. You know, Uh, we're more and more demanding that as a society. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, convenience, right? Yeah. Things of convenience and... uh, options you know i've had clients that uh you know we're doing a quick review and they're at the lunch break and they they just go to their car mm-hmm. hop up pop up in there of the ipad and then you know they see me i see them and then we we, we have our reviews all right like and they can, they, they can see my screen we're, we're running models we're running uh, uh analysis and they can they can see everything mm-hmm. right there well, that's what it's all about. And you it is the human touch, too, that you get. Uh, check it out, cloudvestors.com. Take a moment to just check out the website. We're looking at market volatility and some moves you suggested moves to make and things to consider in times of volatility, wherever you are in your financial life. We cover the pre-financial red zone era, you know, when you're working and raising a family and all of that. And now we're going to look at those who are in the what we call the financial red zone, meaning they're close. They're in the short road to retirement still working but they're, they're starting to needing to start to get in that retirement mode and also for those in retirement um, I'm sure that a lot of the strategies and moves to consider in times of volatility are the same for those near and in retirement mode yeah yeah they're the same um, but they're not a little all different but, yeah. not all of them you know one one thing you definitely want to make sure if you're in retirement um, and you're and you're making distributions from your assets, from your investments. This is the key thing you really want to make sure is that you are paying attention to how much money you're distributing from your investments. Okay, um, I don't care what the market does. If you have built a a a life, a cash flow um, f- 
using or including your assets to be distributed, right? The market goes down 5%, the market goes down 10%. You're not going to call me and say, Mo, you know what? That $20,000 that we've been distributing, I don't need it this month. Right. I don't, I don't need it. You know, things are fine. You're probably going to still need your, your assets. Uh You still are going to still need that income. So, uh, when you're working, when you're in retirement, you want to make sure that you are watching the percentage of how much you're distributing from your assets, because uh, d- down markets, what you're doing is in order to distribute assets, you have to sell positions, right, to generate cash so you can receive them. And hence right? the sequence of returns risk, right? Hence the sequence of returns risk, which is it's not average rate of return. It doesn't really mean much, right? It is the sequence It's when you're getting those returns that plays a big factor. And if you're entering seasons of your, of, of life where we're seeing, you know, two, three, four, five, six months of downward, you know, volatility, and you're taking those assets, you're distributing those assets, right? Your withdrawal percentage is much higher, right? Because your assets are lower, and that $20,000 that you're distributing, it becomes a larger percentage than you had before. So that's a quick way of, of bleeding money. That's a quick way of losing of, of losing your value of your dollars. And that's a quick way of running out of money if we're distributing too much from our investment accounts. Yeah. So that's, that's why we talk a lot about smart, safe, and smart risk. We talk about that with those that are in the accumulating modes, but we definitely stress that with clients that are in retirement. Because uh, again, at the end of the day, um, we're building a, a, a plan so we, so we can distribute assets to you. And so you want to have a place where you have money that's smart, safe, money that's safe, right? Shielded from the market, probably low volatility. Uh, actually, no, definitely low volatility. Maybe not much growth behind it, but it's there for seasons like this so that the money that's smart risk, money that's in the market, right? We're not touching them. Right. We may make some different changes to the allocations that like we talked about before, but we're not distributing. We're not liquidating. We're going to the smart safe side to distribute assets so that the volatile part, so that the money that's in the market can continue to work for you. Tap your brain on this. And it's kind of a philosophical question, but all right, the baby boomer generation, huge. The baby boomer generation retired or retiring and to the tune of about 10,000 a day. So this is something we've possibly never seen before, because I would think that when we see volatility now, you start to see more retirees dashing to more safe options. Uh, So what could what role could that play to exacerbate the volatility? Of the of, of the if you see more running. boomers uh, cutting back on their risk a little bit because they're retired, I mean, yeah. could, could that could that exacerbate the problem? I guess is my question. Uh, I don't know if that exacerbates the. Pro- I don't know if it will exacerbate the problem, but I, I would say that there's more coming out of the market. I guess is there's what I'm more. Saying. I guess I guess I guess that is right. No, yeah. no. Okay, there's a, there's a good point right there. There's more money coming out the market, right? So. Um, Sometimes when you see that the uh, 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 the market is down, or you see that uh, uh, a company that you've uh, that you love, right, or that you feel like they're a strong company, look at the balance sheet, things look great. Like why they're why are they um, why are they losing steam? Like why are they why are they down so much? Mm-hmm. Well, it could be a big dash, right? As you mentioned, a large dash of people just selling from those investments. It's like I, I can't handle this. My nerves can't take this. My nerves can't take this, right? And they lump everything together, right? So 
They look at the S&P 500. Oh, S&P 500 is down. Oh, well, Apple's part of the S&P 500. So let's just get, let me just sell Apple, right? It's going to be impacted by the overall decline in the market. Let me just sell Microsoft, all these large companies. And let me, let me run to somewhere that's safe, right? Um, and so if you, if you have this large wave of just people selling, sometimes it has, it really has nothing to do with the strength of the company, right? It just, just, People just feel like it has to do you know, with the mood of the people. And it has to move with the people, right? And then I would ask them, where are you going to go for safety? Right. And if you look at the market now, um, even bonds are being impacted, right? Um, so, you know, one place that sometimes we, we, we work with our clients to look for is, you know, fixed index annuities. That's, that be, seems to be like the uh, one of the safest, right? It's one of the safest places, right? Because you can't lose money in it. Right, so the the market goes down ten percent. You, you literally will not lose money in 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 the annuity. Uh, the market goes up ten percent. Well, you're going to get a portion of it, a percentage of it. But mm-hmm. what you're doing is putting, um, you're accepting the fact that I may not. Uh, you're not taking on full market risk, so you're not going to get all the full market upside. But what you're doing is eliminating that downside, right? You you you're eliminating market volatility. And so you're shielding the downside, putting a layer of protection on your on your assets, and the and now going back to that smart safe smart risk. Here's a place where you can take distributions out uh, when the market is down, right? You have this bucket here that we can you know take five grand, ten grand, whatever, whatever your you know whatever the whatever whatever we need, um, and not touch our investable assets. Well, hopefully, I'm, I'm really hoping everything will work out as far as in the geopolitical <laughs> events and everything, because I don't think we can take much more of this. You know, we, oh, did I tell you that we're, we're, we are still on the on the docket for a federal a go- a government shutdown in March. So, uh, you know, that has happened so much now. Aren't we numb to that by now? You know, I mean, we really are. You know what that compares to? That compares to you're in the parking lot of the grocery store or the mall or wherever and somebody's car alarm goes off what do you do do you do do you go oh my goodness call 911 someone's breaking into that car or do you say oh another idiot just set off their car alarm <laughs> and that's where we are with the the government shutdowns it's a car oh. alarm <laughs> so you know it's for me i think about it it's just you know uh, if, if anyone had t- t- the key takeaway from today's conversation is have a plan, right? Have an investment strategy, right. have a plan, understand how to manage this volatility, um, revisit your plan if you have one. And if you don't have one, it's time for you to start one. And that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Good, good way to close it out. And they are there. Check out the website, cloudvestors.com, cloudvestors.com, Mo. Guess what? We're, we can do. We'll we'll get back together again next week. Yeah, same time, same place. Hope you have a great week, and and ho- thank you for staying with us. We do appreciate it. We really do. And please do stay with us on the podcast. Your finances untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. <laughs> Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Moise Param and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. 
Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.